Of all things to think about on this Sunday morning, I fixated on a tube of Sensodyne toothpaste comfortably resting on my bathroom counter, just sitting there, not bothering anyone or anything least of all me. There it was. Lifeless, as far as I could tell, not animated by its own control, just lying there because me or some other animate being placed it there or, as it may be, just failed to pick it up and put it away. The why is it and the who put it there is as inconsequential a query as who is Roger Rabbit. That is followed by of what are you going to do about it? While the inquisitive nature of location and placement is an all-consuming quest, a much broader and more inclusion problem arises with much fewer answers. Hmm. If an interested being, capable of thought and reason, looks carefully at the inanimate object, the observer may notice a small protrusion of a material encased by the outer layer of the confining material designed to keep the aforementioned semi-solid substance left to its own devices would let gravity dictate its form and shape. I don't have the inclination at this juncture to approach the questions presented by quantum physics or its observational conundrums of who is observing and when that observation occurs or didn't occur isn't the intent real or imagined of this effort of using the spoken word to communicate anything other then there's a lot more to a tube of toothpaste than meets the eye, or the mouth, for that matter. By now, you're probably asking yourself, what on earth is all of this leading to, and why should I at all care one way or the other? Aha! With apologies to the bard, that is the question. And with an aside to the thinker Carl Jung, it may or may not have an answer for the observer or the instigator. All of this babble aside, I seem to return to the same premise or postulation that there is a meaning of all of this thinking that for a better word has a rhyme or a reason. Here is a question. Does the toothpaste realize that when pressure is exerted on the outside of the container, in this case the tube, the contained material will never get a chance to return to its previous condition of being in the tube, safe and sound, so to speak? In other words, can it ever return to its previous condition, enveloped in this tube, safe from being smeared on anything, such as a brush or a finger? Aren't we all a little like that paste? 
housed in a self-constructed environment wondering what will happen when and if we get squeezed out? One of the misnomers that we've attached to ourselves, in this case, the paste of our lives when pressured out, will have a purpose beyond our own self-proclamation of importance, much of which is the essence of our fictional minds. If paste, if you will, is made up of the substance of life, is there any reason for anyone or anything that paste touches to assume that our projection of meaning is more than a mere fabrication, since those judging our paste have a mixture of guise and candidness depicted by the twin mask of drama and comedy? In other words, can we at any time shove the paste of life back in the tube, hoping that the return to the container will rid all of the falseness in lieu of a declaration of resuscitude? While the tube remains immobile on the counter of existence, Let's make sure we only exert pressure under the right circumstances. That circumstance is an honest attempt of acceptance of what is, is, and what isn't, isn't, and a willingness to rightly divide the word of truth. Apologies to St. Paul, who was speaking in the voice of his acolyte, Timothy. Now, that is praiseworthy of spreading around, and who knows, it just might brighten your day. This is Jim McCrow. Thanks for listening.